Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Wallet Wisdom, a podcast presented by Lake Michigan Credit Union. If you're new to the podcast or have been listening for a while now, Wallet Wisdom is designed around breaking down the ins and outs of financial aspects, as well as to help bring answers to some of banking's more confusing or complex questions. I'm one of your hosts, Brett, on the mic with me. Hello! Hey! Hey, hey! How are you? Good to see you. Good to see you. I always love when we are in the recording studio. Right? We always have a great time. Can this just be full-time? Can I, we just do this all the time? You know, I, I I think that could be arranged. Okay, we need to figure that out. Enough of Keep our, listening. That's right. Keep interacting. Maybe we can make this a full-time gig. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. Well, as always, we have a great episode. So um, great. We have Dondre Brown here from Young Money Finance, founder. And I'll tell you what, uh, listeners, we've had a chance to chat with uh, Dondre a little bit before the podcast, and there's just so much information and so many great things that you're doing for our community and uh, and really just getting into uh, our community to help explain a lot like what we do on the show here is just trying to help understand finance. It's so confusing. So welcome to the show. Yeah, we had to scramble to the soundboard to hit record because we were already having too much fun. (laughs) So so glad to have you here. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So, you know, Dondre, I think for the, the the first thing is just like where where did the idea of young money finance come from and mm-hmm. and what does it you know kind of what does your company do what does your organization do yeah so the the idea and the story behind young money finances uh, ironically uh, as today is my daughter's birthday came a lot from our experiences together financially mm, no yeah happy so. birthday shout out see look at that that's yeah. our first birthday happy shout birthday out on the pi- Anila. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> So yeah, what she did, uh, she's an amazing gymnast. Uh, she started gymnastics at the age of three years old. Oh, wow. Um, I never forget when she was trying to decide her sport. What I did was we went on YouTube and she would just watch different sports and oh, she cool. chose gymnastics. That's cool. So um, I've always been in a space where I try to empower our kids mm. to make decisions and, you know, we follow that through. But um, she was extremely excited in gymnastics and she wanted a gymnastics bar because okay. everyone at home had a gymnastics bar, sure. right? Yeah. All the good people, at least. There you go. That's right. Yep. If you're going to be serious, then you're getting a gymnastics bar. Yes. (laughs) So one day she walks up to me and she's like, Daddy, I want a gymnastics bar. And I'm like, okay. So how are you going to get it? You're going to buy it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Not shy about it. (laughs) How many listeners that are parents out there like, "Uh uh-huh, I know this one. (laughs) Yep. And I remember, um, you know, when she was a little younger, my other kids were younger, I would just buy it. Right. Sure. We're all we all do it. Well, yeah, you, you want to be a supportive parent. You want to yep. get you know th- if this is what they yep. want. You want to be all in with yep. them. I make mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. So um, as I've been teaching more about finances and going through my own financial journey, I was like, okay, I can either give her a fish mm-hmm. or teach her how to fish. So I asked her a question. I said, so when do you want this gymnastics bar? I'm always tell people when we're creating financial goals: who, what, when, where, why, how. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, they're smart goals, but I, I go back to the W's. Right. So she was like. <laughs> I wanted um, in six months. I was like, okay, well, look it up on Amazon. Um, include the yeah. tax. Yes. You know, add it all up, divide by six, um, and then let's get to your how. Mm-hmm. So like, how are you going to pay for this? You're going to give me the money. <laughs> oh, really? She had so, so she had a plan. It's true. Sure. You think we're going to have a plan, but you're still going to pay for it. <laughs> so I was like, uh, uh. Wanna again, wanna empower her to do something that she loves doing and I know that she loves to play shop. Yeah. Uh, she'll have her little fake cart, she'll pick up the fake groceries, all those things. So what I did was I made an agreement with her. I said, Listen, let's become ship shoppers. Ooh. We'll both go out, 
and you will get all the tips and some money and then you can put that towards your financial goal. Wow. Um, the ironic thing was we also uh, would post each picture on Facebook. And now we're trying to create a book from it. Oh, no oh, kidding. Cool. Yeah, a nihilist wow. financial journey. That's cool. Because I'll never amazing. forget she was in Target one day and she was looking at the stuff in the aisle. And she put her finger on her, her chin and she was like, is this a need or a want? I'm like, I'm so proud. I Did you sure. cry in the aisle? I would have cried. Yeah. yeah. I, I cried sure as I was picking up something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is a need for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. just watching her her go through that journey and that discipline was amazing. And then it was another like very specific moment where I was teaching finances to um, a group of parents. And I always give her about five minutes to entertain the group. Uh, yes. And what happened was she started talking to them about budgeting. <laughs> Usually she would flip, she would laugh, tell jokes. She yeah. was like, and this is how you budget. You have to have a financial goal. And I'm sitting here like, it is so clear. I right? understand it. Yeah. So right after that, I was like, so. Out of the mouth of babes. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> I was like, who taught you? I've been watching you. Oh, and man. I had my aha moment of, okay, I've been putting her in a space of financial education, but not involving her. But she's still been able to pull from mm -hmm. it yeah. just through her ability to observe listen imitate all those things so right after that i decided plus of course parents saying like what you're doing is very helpful for us and we need it for our kids right so all those things came together and that created young money finances but one thing i knew i couldn't do was do it by myself sure yeah. sure so one thing that i love about my kids is they've been able to chime in in different ways my oldest daughter she does our activities um anila whose birthday again is today shout out again happy birthday <laughs> <laughs> she does a lot of our marketing so when people get a chance to like see our website and all that other stuff you can see her just being herself i think mm. we have a new wow. title for her cpo cpo chief yeah. personality officer chief personality officer <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday we right. gave you a title you got a promotion to <laughs> so all of my kids, they they definitely have a, you know, a stake in Young Money Finance. And we have this uh, theme that we always say, um, they'll probably, if they were here today, like, yeah, daddy tells us this all the time. <laughs> but we will be the last generation that starts from scratch. Mm -hmm. um, we say it when we are going through our financial plan. We say it when we're budgeting. We say it when we're in the stores. Um, sure. And it, it's all across our merch and all those things because we want that reminder. Because when we're talking about generational wealth, that's sure. something huge. Yeah. Um, but to Young Money Finances, what we do currently is we have three main camps, okay. our Young Money Managers, our Young Money Entrepreneurs, and our Young Money Investors. Um, I tell people we cannot teach finances without having some type of fun. Yeah. So there are fun factors throughout the entire curriculum and experience through Young Money Finances. We have simulations. Okay. Uh, balling on a budget. <laughs> I love it. It involves an actual basketball court. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm <laughs> in love with puns, so this is, you've got me already. Yeah. We have one called Dealing with Debt. Okay. Um, where Are you dealing turn, with cards? Huh? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> we do have cards. Okay. <laughs> where there's a simulation where students are going from the entire process of um, completing an app loan application, oh, wow. looking at a credit score, the entire process, having to speak to a financial wow. coach if your credit score isn't high enough to qualify. Yeah. So we do all, and then you get to like buy things. So again, we, we want to try to give them that experience, make it fun, but also very inclusive. So those are our three camps, but then we do things with parents. We have our young money families. Sure. Um, we also do a lot of workshops with many different organizations in the community. And one thing I love about that is it, it stretches us to be even more creative. Yeah. So I had an organization the other day say, hey, we want you to come in and do a workshop with our kids talking about black history, 
yeah. and sure. black wealth building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, I love that. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I built a lot of the curriculum or um, a workshop that was like, hey, we want you to do something that's on how to buy a, a car. A lot of our, our teens are getting older and they're interested in car. So what we do is we kind of, you know, build together and decide what that curriculum is going to look like. Yeah. But make sure it's infused with our youth being able to say this is either fun, this is boring or this is how you can make it better. And they'll probably tell you. I mean, <laughs> they, Without I'm, I'm finding like, you know, youth nowadays. They don't they're, hold their tongue. No, there's. And, and it's, it's not beautiful. even offensive. It's great because it's just. Mm-hmm. raw real honest and it's yep. not meant to be in any context of like hey i'm making fun of you or whatever it's mm-hmm. just legit hey i'm bored right that's exactly what they say right. yeah <laughs> right yeah look at you like i'm snoring so can yeah. you uh, pick it up <laughs> is there a sweet spot age that you typically work with or what does that look mm-hmm. like so typically like 10 to 17 yeah. um we definitely work with college students we've been doing that a lot uh, kind of silently but as we sure. partner with uh, local colleges they love it uh, mostly during the summer in preparation for school um we have a um workshop called secure the bag how to secure scholarships and grants oh cool so that's specifically for our college students and walking them through that process right i think about you know the people that i've seen come across my loan desk when i was writing loans and thinking about the number of adults that come to me and they're like what do you mean like credit score i have to have credit in order to get credit that doesn't make any sense and to think about a 10 year old starting that knowledge journey and then how different it would be the first time they sat with me and to talk about, okay, well, this is where you're at and this is where we need to go before we can get this is, is mind-blowing to me. So that is so cool. And really helping her, like, feel comfortable talking to people. Yeah. That's one of the common things I, I receive from parents. Is like, we don't feel comfortable talking to people about our money. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so even when she opened her first account, uh, what we did was I allowed her to drive and I just sat back and... Uh, we prepped her with questions and all those things yep. because we really want our kids to be comfortable in those spaces. Sure. Um, so, yeah. Well, we're told no, no. Like, you don't ask about money. You don't talk about that. Right. We even find that when we do new hires. So what I do now is I train our new hires and they think, well, you don't ask about people's money. And I'm like, well, when you go to the doctor, right? they ask you your medical history. That's good. When you go to the bank or the mm-hmm. financial institution, they're going to ask you your financial history. And so yeah. that is so important to say that it end that stigma that we don't talk about this because we can help each other and we can have yeah. these healthy conversations and learn from each other's uh, histories and mm-hmm. what we've gone yeah. through and things. So it's so cool that you've given a platform um, yeah. for people to have these conversations and to end that stigma of we don't talk about that. You it, know? Right, because there's like this this unspoken thing of like you are you have this too much pride to talk to your right. or friends shame even. about that. Right? Or shame, or shame, right. right. The either or, and you're just like, you, you, you've been told that for so long. But man, that kind of stuff just creates the secret almost uh-huh. and no one wants to talk about it there's a reason why you see all these youtube videos that are like the secrets to financial wealth <laughs> right. like why are they even secrets like uh, that's the problem and it's so, created these two camps of like mm, here's all the hacks for your credit cards yeah. or credit cards are the devil right. but here you're stepping <laughs> into that middle and saying no you just need to understand what you're doing yeah that's exactly what we do right um, and i think about, I, I always come back to a full house episode where michelle gets a credit card <laughs> <laughs> and she says to her dad well you they said that you get it now and you pay for it later and he's like well when do you think later is <laughs> right? that's like, and that's yeah. the first time i learned about credit because i was yeah. brought up in the house where it's the devil and yeah. so i didn't have it yep. Until Mm -hmm. it came time I was married and I was trying to get a house and I was the breadwinner and they were like, and you don't have credit. 
Well, how do I get that? <laughs> right, right, right. So yeah, it's just so great that you're starting people at ten. You know, yeah, to and that's how it. we started when um, I started giving financial, you know, um, support yeah. and recommendations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was anti credit, right? Um, sure. And it was mainly because I had a lot of student loan debt. Yeah. Right. So through my own personal experience, I'm like, stay away from it. Ah, right. It's out right. to get you. <laughs> but recognizing who we serve, how we serve and, you know, mm-hmm. just being able to empower someone. It's yeah. like you don't tell them what is good or bad for them. What right. you do is you provide them resources, your experiences, yes. and you help guide them through that financial journey, right. which helped me personally. Yep. Sure. Like, how is debt bad? And I'm owning a house and I have to pay. Yeah. So it's all those connections yeah. that allowing me to be transparent in my financial journey um, just opened up the space for other people to understand, like, even though he's talking about finances and education, sure. he's not perfect. Right. Yeah. Right. There right. are times where I'll build a budget and then depending on how I feel or the day or I'm in the store, I'm like, oh, yeah. I got to do it. Right. I got to right. do it. It right. is what it is. But then I go back and, you know, as a budget goes, it's a working budget. Go back and make adjustments and changes because I'm in control at that point. Right. Yeah. I constantly repeat people are afraid of things they don't understand. Mm -hmm. And so what you're doing is you're coming in and being like, let's understand this together. And so it is so powerful to give that understanding to someone because now they can walk through life and whatever it throws at you say, I understand that. I'm not afraid of it. I can knowledgeably say no because Mm -hmm. X, Y, Z. Yep. Or I can yeah. say yes because X, Y, Z. And so it's so important to have yeah. resources like this starting at a young age. You know? So in, in, in that uh, same kind of vein, in that young age, what are some of the, like, what are some questions that you get? What are kind of the more popular yeah. things that recently you're seeing yes. that even kids are asking about money uh, to you? Number one. I want to become a millionaire. <laughs> That's number one. I want to be a YouTube how influencer. Do I invest, how do I invest my money and become a millionaire? Um, which, again, is important. That's why our camp is focused on the process sure. over the profit. Mm-hmm. Because I think, um, and no fault to social media, but the world is, like, microwavable now. Sure. Right. It right. makes it look instant. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, very instant. So what we do in our camps is we walk them through the process. Okay. First and foremost, we do identity development. Who mm. are you? Mm. Sure. Right? And um, I, I call it the financial reality check, where we kind of go through a list of just behaviors, learn more about ourselves. Are you a spender? Are you mm-hmm. a day trip? Like all these different scenarios and things so people can better understand themselves. And then we apply that wow. to finances. Yeah. So that's huge. The other thing is uh, side hustles. Um, mm-hmm. Students are asking more about ways to earn income. And yeah. the passive uh, income, is that a big thing? Yes. Yeah. yeah the pat. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, I don't want to work for it. <laughs> You're right. Can you just help the money <laughs> for it? Come in. <laughs> so, it, it? Yeah. Heaven forbid I sweat. <laughs> so we, we teach a workshop called Monetize Your Lifestyle, mm. yeah. uh, where we help individuals take into account some of their hobbies, skill sets, and say, you're already doing that. Mm. For me, when I was, uh, again, getting more into my financial journey, I loved Canva. I would make flyers and all yeah. that yeah. for my own you know, organization. Sure. And then I was like, why don't I turn this to a side hustle? Because I'm doing it anyway. Right. Uh, And (laughs) then I started charging a little bit, started earning a little bit of money. And I was like, let me empower other individuals to have this same experience. So we've been able to um, empower our teens and young adults through that, which also links to our uh, entrepreneur camp, where entrepreneurs leadership, where we help them down that road. Taking that lifestyle into becoming a business wow. mm-hmm. that's so cool and you said you do work with adults sometimes yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I was cool. gonna ask you. <laughs> <laughs> i'm asking for a friend asking for a friend that's all well and, and actually speaking of adults you mentioned like young money family as yep. well mm-hmm. um so 
talk to me a little bit more about what that yeah. kind of uh, what yeah. that camp looks like, what that is looking mm-hmm. like for you. I know you mentioned it's somewhat newer, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I think it's uh, for for our listeners that aspect of understanding our families mm-hmm. where we've been uh, you know as growing up and our family's examples that we've seen right. versus you know looking at finance today is very different than you know what uh you know my grandpa or anyone before him thought so yeah. uh, talk to me a little bit more about that yep so starting with the understanding that we will be the last generation to start from scratch mm-hmm. essentially means that we have to take a multi-generational approach yeah mm-hmm. right because the long game. Yeah, because a lot of us are, we're trying to build wealth, we're trying to build financial stability, but at some point we're going to have to pass it forward. Right. Yeah. Right. So how do we prepare our kids and vice versa, how, how uh, you know, us as adults, you sure. know, sustaining and um, building that ourselves. One of the consistent things I received from our camps where the kids were going home saying all this great thing, all these great things about the camps to the parents. Yeah. And what the parents will come to us and say, like, well, we need help because they're saying this good stuff, but we don't even know, you know, how to have these conversations with them. Right. We don't know how to support them. Um, and yeah. or we have these past things that we're trying to overcome financially. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Some of these taboos and things. So we started Young Money Families. And what we did was we invited only the participants who participate through our camps, yeah. sure. their families to come in and have a, a family conversation. I love uh, it. Questions like, OK, so what are your financial goals as a family? Everyone's looking around like, are we supposed to have those? Like, <laughs> as a family, right? right. Um, do you talk about finances together? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. So it, it's a lot of those things that have been really helpful. But then we have a curriculum guide uh, where the students, uh, the guide outlines what the students have been learning in the camps. Okay. And there, there's little questions next to some of the things. So, for example, your student was learning about the four ways that they can, um, you know, manage their money, spend, save, share, or invest. Here are some questions that you can ask them or some experiences that you can give them so to, you know, assess and evaluate their learning, things like that. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. really cool. That's really cool. That's awesome. And I think, too, you know, one of the hardest parts about growing up is realizing your parents are human. Yeah. And recognizing Mm -hmm. that they make mistakes. And so often I have learned the best lessons from my kids, right? They are learning Mm -hmm. at a new level, at a new level of honesty and transparency that we didn't have. Right. And so it's so cool to give a platform where it's like, we're going to learn together. I'm going to unlearn some things while we're Mm -hmm. learning things. That's a great point. Right. Sometimes even like, so I know for me, like I'm, I'm super interested in like a family style, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. financial advice and and support because there are still habits that I don't have. Right. Right. And if I want to help my kids have better concepts and better ways to, they need to see that example. I mean, just like your daughter, I mean, she's seeing examples and then she's able to talk about those things. And if I don't have those, those, uh, skills or the the knowledge and you know equipped to be able to mm-hmm. tell my kids you're right it, it only stunts their potential well when we repeat behaviors even off air before we here i said <laughs> i'm seeing a parallel yeah. with my son's spending and my spending because it's they learn it they whether do. we're yep. telling them or not and yeah i did a uh, fatherhood and finances um workshop oh, a few cool. years ago yeah so we had all these fathers in the room and i was like i was like i love doing this with families I said, if you want to know your financial behavior, ask your kids. <laughs> they are a mirror through and through. So one of the fathers had um, their kids, and I was like, you don't mind if, if I t-. He was like, no, no problem. So I looked at him, and I was like, so how would you describe your dad's financial behavior? He's a spender. He buys everything. <laughs> so the dad was sitting back almost in tears because he was like, I'm actually a hoarder. 
Right. Uh, it's like I buy a lot of stuff and I just put it in a storage unit and I don't really know why. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not saying this to, you know, yeah. but I'm Out more so increasing awareness because your kid is looking at that and now your kid is faced with decisions to make as they grow older. Yeah. Do I repeat this behavior? Do I become extremely conservative? I was going to say, sometimes it goes the polar opposite yeah. right. and mm-hmm. the in-between is hard to find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so really trying to empower them. And then another question that I get a lot about, um, you know, through our Young Money families, like how do you have conversations with kids about money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like, how do you become you know, a learner instead of a preacher, right? Or like you're talking at your kids. And I was like, here's the number one question you can ask them. What do they know about money? And then don't say anything. Yes. Because you never know. Like you said, kids are learning so much in different forms of platforms. Um, uh, Students, peers, they're learning stuff in school. Like being able to center them in like at the forefront of the conversation is a great starter because like you said, I wasn't allowed to talk about money growing up. Yes. Sure. Not one word. It was considered mm-hmm. rude right. to it's, ask somebody that. Yep. And it's mm-hmm. so s- silly to me to think that, like, that's a rude thing to ask. Right. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of rude things that are said <laughs> in, in our world. Age is still a no-no. And, uh, <laughs> that's but a that's a good one. It's still a taboo. Don't ask about age. <laughs> but when it comes to rude things, to me... Getting more uh, into understanding each other's financials and and getting to have a better perspective of, hey, you're at a place that I want to be to. How did you get there? And, you know, I might be, you know, not where I need to be, but someone that's, you know, a few steps behind where I'm at financially would see me the same way. And it's how do we build bridges like that? You know, and And like I said, the youth are learning at a different level than we already ever have that's right right. and i my Mm -hmm. parenting mantra has been well what do you think right if they ask me a question i'm gonna turn it back at them first because a lot of times they know better than me Uh, Right. Mm -hmm. and they'll say that and be like i've never thought about it that way but you are right and now i can fill in some of the gaps (laughs) but the the overall idea of what you're saying is correct right right? and so you've given a platform and i just think it is so cool that Mm -hmm. you've given that platform for parents to come together with their kids and be like I don't know everything, but we're going to learn together. That's key. And what a bonding experience that must be, too. I'm sure you see people walk out of there like, we learn together. And they love it. Yeah, that's so mm-hmm. cool. And, and you're making a lasting generational impact. I mean, it, it's kind of, like I said earlier, joking, uh, it's the long game. But in a lot of cases, yeah. it is. Because what you're doing right now in helping establish new understandings in finance with these families mm-hmm. 20, 50, 100 years from now, we're not here anymore. Mm-hmm. There's a legacy that's created. It's There's a legacy of building that kind of a, uh, you know, it's a snowball effect that mm-hmm. really starts to pick up momentum. Yep. And it's not about always the immediate. I love how you said that. It's We live in a microwave society, and yeah. it is. It's like we want everything instant. But this isn't about the the uh, the short term. This right. is about that long, long term, which I love that. And right. I'm glad you 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 talked about legacy because I was just doing a uh, a workshop. It was virtual sure. uh, with DTE employees oh, about yeah. wealth building mm-hmm. uh, in general. Yeah. And one of the approaches I always take is very um, general, helping you understand some of these concepts. Sure. Uh, that's another thing I get from parents all the time. Like, what are these words? We, <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty, but I don't know. What they mean. Let me be honest with you. There's sometimes those words are shared here on the show and I even scratch my head and say, what are those words? So, <laughs> so I really help them understand these concepts like wealth. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I've had yeah. parents say like, what is wealth? Yeah. What's right? the actual when you get down to it? So there's the term, 
you know, where you're talking about um, assets and liabilities. Mm -hmm. But then there's the other term of legacy, Mm -hmm. right? So wealth isn't just financial. It's what you can leave behind that becomes something of value in general. So those are concepts because, of course, some of our uh, participants are like, well, I don't have a lot of money, so this doesn't matter to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how can we meet you where you are? Yeah. Right? It has to matter to you um, in a overall sense because finances is just not in a silo. Right. right. It's it's holistic. It's your behavior. It's your friends. It's your peers. Um, I usually have a slide that says what impacts your finances. And people are like saying all these things and I click it. And it's like all these other concepts uh-huh. They're like time. Time mm-hmm. they're like, oh, okay. They're like relationships to brands. I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. We have people that love. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what? Well, you said it too. What did I say? I thought we both went, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. Yep, there's some loyalty to brands. I got I got a fruit on one of my devices right now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's a banana, right? It, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't fall from far from the tree. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but whenever we do that, I tell people like, um, growing up for us, it was um, the air, you know, yeah. certain shoes. But then we always wanted like different things that linked to that same product. Mm-hmm. No matter, we have to get this, we have mm-hmm. to get that. But then looking at people today, like they still have that same mentality. I have to get it this way. Yeah. No alternatives yep. for me. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing unless you feel like you can't control budget or plan for those things. Sure. And that's what we want people to do. I tell people the budget is not to take something away from you. It's actually a spending right. plan. It, yeah. The budget is to provide barriers and boundaries around things that you cannot control. Yeah. Right. So th- those were things that were, that were good lessons for me as I start to get my finances together. I yeah. love that. It's so, so great. You know, we're we're kind of nearing the end of our show, but you know, hi. I re- Try that again. <laughs> I, I wanted to say I, and then I said hi. How do I do? Okay. Sorry. Let me try that again. So, so we're coming to uh, the end of the show and, I want listeners, though, that are uh, out there to have a way to get connected. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are some of your social, your websites? How can people connect with you and Young Money Finance? So I'll start with the website because it's kind of like our library of resources. Um, It's www.ymfgr.org. Go to that website. On the very front is a calendar. Uh, that calendar is live, so you'll be able to see the workshops. Oh, Oh, that's great. Yep. So if you're like, I wonder what YMF is doing in September. You'll see the title, you'll see the workshop, and if we have any additional notes like descriptions, we'll add that too. Sure. Even if you want to come. Mm-hmm. YMFGR.org. Yeah. Yep. Even if you want to like volunteer and stuff like that, we have that available. TikTok, as my daughter has pushed me to start one. <laughs> if you don't want to sign up for these things, do not watch the TikToks because she is going to make you sign up. That's right. You're going to be, and, and not only that, that CPO, you're going to be wanting this. to watch every video because she is an entertainer. She has got it she and loves it. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, you can find us on TikTok, Young Money Finances GR. Um, same thing for Instagram, YMFGR. You can literally Google Young Money Finances and all of our stuff is there. Sure. Um, because I, I've tried that now. I'm like, how, uh, how yeah. are we getting along, you know, on the Internet? Right. Yeah. So you can literally Google Young Money Finances and you'll see all things finance, uh, Young Money Finance, including our YouTube channel. Awesome. That's fantastic. That's, That's way fantastic. cool. I know what I'm doing when we <laughs> I sign know, right? my kids. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're headed to a workshop. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, uh, again, Dandre, thank you so much for being on our show. Uh, there's so much more I know that you're doing in our communities. We've only touched the tip 
tip of the iceberg of these. Uh, I'm I'm so fascinated with all of the different mm-hmm. kind of workshops that you have, and for ways for our communities to get connected like that. So again, uh, listeners, go check out his website. Go check out his. Uh, honestly, you got to check out his TikTok. His yes, daughter is <laughs> adorable on those. <laughs> if nothing else, wish her a happy belated birthday. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> well, uh, Dondre, we are not quite done though. We do have a fun part of the show that we like to call "Are You Smarter Than the Show Trivia," and uh, we will be uh, playing for fifty dollars on the table for a nonprofit. And uh, so, if if uh, you win, that fifty dollars will be yours to decide where you want to donate that to. And mm-hmm. then, if uh, if Low wins, we will bank that for our next podcast. So, yes. uh, we will ask uh, three questions uh, total. And you will buzz in with your name. That's the way they're kind of buzzed in. Mm-hmm. Uh, a steal is available as well. So if the other doesn't get it right, you can steal the point. And uh, if we need a tiebreaker, I've got those as well. So what I'll do you say? You just yell out my name. You That's just right. yell out oh, your name. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what it is, right? Why am it? You wouldn't believe how many people are like, <laughs> like, like that's not my name. Or, what happened? Or they'll shout the answer before right. they say their name, yeah. and then it's like, mm, and it does not have to be in the form great. of a question. Yes, okay. it's not jumping. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's play. All right. All right. I haven't been in the hot seat in a while. I know. It's, it's hot. It is. <laughs> it, so I uh, just so you know, Dondre, I just got off a uh, four, four or five four episode streak, something like that, something like that, and he was doing uh, real good. And then, and then I didn't. And then I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but you start to feel like you're in a groove after you've won a few. Right. But the first time you're back in it, you're like, oh geez, I'm gonna lose this right away. This I? must oh. be how the guests always feel. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even think about that. Is it hot? (laughs) Feeling the heat? It's a little... (laughs) The heat of the seat? (laughs) All right. Well, I promise we won't... uh, I I will try to make these not as difficult. Big promises there, pal. We'll have some fun. Can I phone a friend? (laughs) Not today. Not today. (laughs) You know, if you uh, you bring your daughter on next time, we'll use her as a phone a friend option. You know, there we go. I don't want to go against her. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) She's already teaching classes at age 12 or 12 today. Oh, Oh, man. All right. First question. What is the chemical symbol for water? Dondre. H2O. That is correct. I am so sorry to my two brother-in-laws that are chemists. Man. (laughs) I love it. Doctors of chemistry. All right. Well, this could be a quick sweep right here. Are you going chemistry again? No, no, okay. no, no, okay, I, I was like, no, <laughs> I was thinking of something scientific, but no, I, I okay. no, no, um, but <laughs> Dondre, you get this next one, it's over, it's best out of three, mm, so. Wipe the floor. No pressure, huh? Lo's going to have to make sure she gets this just to yes. get into the third question. All right. Got to challenge him a little bit. Next question. Who wrote the play Romeo and Juliet? Lo. Shakespeare. William Shakespeare. That's correct. <laughs> I was like, do I have to have I both? I didn't know that. <laughs> I knew that. Yeah. I, 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 you know, when you're in the trivia seat, it's like, <laughs> I know that fact. But and when it's timed like that, too, and you got to be on the buzzer. I was thinking of somebody else. That was our nicknames in high school, my husband and I, oh, Romeo and Juliet. Okay. Oh. Because it's just one letter off of our last That's name. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. So you were supposed to get it. Yeah, we were. <laughs> we were. <laughs> All right. 
All right, we're down to tie right here. Third question. Someone's going to win. Well, actually, if neither one of you get this one right, we will go into overtime. Oh, so that's, I guess, how we would Nobody likes OT. I mean, you know, it's true. true. It's true. That's true. <laughs> We Not even pl- the fans like yeah, OT. we got places to go. We got, you know, exactly. Exactly. All right. Heading back to the science again. What is the largest organ in the human body? This, oh, Dondre. Skin. That is correct. <laughs> what is the scientific term for skin? Oh, no. The epidermis. <laughs> the epidermis. So I'm happy I got that. There right. you go. You didn't need to didn't have, have that one for the answer, but that it's was the epidermis. <laughs> he is wrong. He needed to say epidermis. Skin is slang. I feel skin is slang. I got that. I feel I like the epidermis feels like it should be the name of the, the rear end. Because I feel like I'm going to give That's you a That's gluteus maximus. A thank you. Kick in the oh, <laughs> probably the only part of wow. anatomy was the only part of science I ever did well. <laughs> Wanted to be a doctor. Epidermis. Then failed science. You know, I think if you had answered with epidermis, I would probably have said you were wrong. wrong. That's not the answer on my sheet. No, that's a play by William Shakespeare. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Epidermis by William Shakespeare. Well, folks, we have lost it on today's episode. But I'll tell you what, we are having a blast, and we are so grateful again for Dondre to be on. Congratulations, yes. honestly. Congratulations. So we'll circle with you here right after the show, and uh, we'll uh, figure out where we're going to donate that money to. And I don't know about you, I'm joining the last generation to start from scratch. I am too. I love that. That's such a bold statement to claim and to hang on to. Yeah. So. I have some stickers for you. Oh, oh man. Sweet. I like stickers. stickers. It's like going to the dentist. It is. Although the dentist isn't fun. This was fun. This was way fun. Anyway. (laughs) All right. Well, folks, before we really derail, uh, again, we we love when you tune in and we love when you tell friends about uh, the podcast. Yeah. You know, the more people talking about it, the more people listening to it. And the more likely it is to be our full-time job. <laughs> well, one can only hope and dream. That's <laughs> yes. correct. But Find us on the socials, all of them. That's right. All the places you listen to podcasts. All of the places. Including and, uh, iHeartRadio. Yeah. Spotify. Spotify. Pandora. Google Podcasts. It's YouTube. Just, you yeah. can find us everywhere. You can. Just like Young Money Finance, Google. Yeah. Wallet Wisdom. And then you'll you find can us. also, yeah, exactly. You'll, you'll find this episode. Mm-hmm. But then you'll also be able to find out more about Young Money Finance. Yeah. That's love the it. most important part. We love, love you. Awesome. Well, until next time. Toodaloo. Thanks for listening. The information provided in this podcast by Lake Michigan Credit Union is general education or marketing in nature and is not intended to be accounting, legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. Statements of individuals are their own, not LMCUs. All topics discussed are information of a general nature and do not address the circumstances of any particular individual or entity. Consult an appropriate professional concerning your specific situation. As of the date of publishing and any future date this podcast is broadcast, all rates, fees, payments, or other specific figures discussed are subject to change and are dependent upon your specific financial situation. 
situation. All loan products discussed are subject to credit and collateral approval. You alone assume the sole responsibility of evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any information or other content in the podcast before making any decisions based on such information or other content. In exchange for listening to the podcast, you agree not to hold LMCU, its affiliates, or any third-party service providers liable for any possible claim for damages arising from any decision you make based on information or other content made available to you through the podcast. For more information on any of the content discussed in this podcast, please visit lmcu.org. Copyright Lake Michigan Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. LMCU, NMLS ID number 442967.